What's up, everybody? Hey, this is uh, Tech Yet Gaming. I actually, before we even get into it, this is part of the show, though. Uh, <laughs> I, we talked before, so I have to clarify it's part of the show. Um, I feel like I should change it to Tech Yet Games. Okay. Someone said, gaming sounds like gambling. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Tech Yeah gambling. Yeah, it kind of does. It sounds like some, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, kings? uh like, there's a uh, draft kings oh, like okay. you know what i mean or like horse racing or, <laughs> you know what i mean? maybe we should get into some of that oh we do i mean technically that's gaming right we could be the premier horse horse racing horse gambling podcast. website yeah. actually you know what we probably couldn't be yeah i'm there's sure there's actually like 50 and i'm sure they're huge actually and they're probably great yeah oh, i bet they are great no that works tech yeah games i'm down yeah so i'm probably gonna swap it around and honestly i think i'm gonna try and register a domain soon so okay because for a lot of reasons, we'll talk about that off the off the air. But well, uh, first of all, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Leo. Hi, Leo. How you doing? Pretty good. This is Tony. I'm Tony. Tony's the mastermind behind this whole operation. He's nice enough to bring me along. I prefer the CEO. I prefer mastermind. Okay. Since I introduced you, I get to choose. Okay. You're and you're the uh, <laughs> chief. Uh, just chief. Chief information officer <laughs> okay i guess that works that's fine sure and bill is the face face okay okay it's yeah. like uh it's just like the at he's like the receptionist yeah i'm the hannibal you're the uh i don't know the at you don't know the at i mean i know of them but okay Th- that's a bad uh i won't use that one <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure i'm the best one yeah whatever it is uh before we get too far uh leah do you know who randy pitchford is Dude, the name rings a bell. I believe he's the uh, the, the CTO or the CIO of I think Gearbox. He's the CEO, but. CEO. Okay. Uh, so this happened. I, I was actually upset because I saw this start trickling out like last Friday, like right after our show released. Oh no! And I was just like, oh, why didn't we get to talk about this? Uh, that guy is is fucking crazy. <laughs> like in general. So I heard some rumblings, but maybe you could tell me what exactly happened. I, I kind of missed that one. So even prior to all this, there's a rich history of Randy, Randy Pitchford. Yeah, I think crazy. that's why I've heard his name. Cause he's he, a magician for one. Oh, he actually is. Yeah. And I, there was some like <laughs> this, like, honestly, I was just going to mention it real fast, but the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, I could talk about this for an hour. <laughs> um, so he got sued last year and is in like ongoing litigation, I believe. For like, uh, like embezzling money from the company, and like he's the one that had the flash drive that had uh, they said had child pornography on it, what? but not like child porn, like but like teenage, like porn, right on like, the like cam. Like, it was like a you know yeah, cam it was, girl. It was creepy. It was creepy. I mean, I don't. I honestly, if it was a seventeen or eighteen, pay yeah. for a cam girl porn. Honestly, I'm not going to be like, oh, you're a pedophile. Like that's yeah. a very different thing. But with like cam girl porn on it and like company documents on the same <laughs> flash drive, and he left it at a medieval that times <laughs> is the allegation. That's real. Uh, that's a real allegation. Yeah, it didn't really. Ha- I don't know if that really happened or <laughs> that not. Does that's sound insane. Neither here nor there. Now hold on, just before we go further, is he the CEO and the founder? Did he create the company or is he just a CEO? I honestly don't know his C title. I know that he is in charge at Gearbox. But, but did he found it? I believe so. Okay. I, he's i believe he's been there the whole time okay um from what i glean but i do not know the history of gearbox honestly i don't even really like borderlands yeah <laughs> it's, um yeah it's not our favorite game uh, it's good it's yeah, borderlands it's, it's i had a good totally time with borderlands fine, one. yeah but. don't get me wrong I, I understand there's an audience for it and that people like it i think that's great but uh so during his announcement for yeah. borderlands <laughs> that they had last week he got on stage proudly and it told the world the big stage borderlands will have no microtransactions that's a bold statement right it is and honestly it seems far-fetched for a game that's an online loot shooter which yeah. it is correct it's seems, not gonna like that's absurd seemed wild right that's like yeah so then game informer publishes an article saying borderlands does have microtransactions <laughs> just to clarify what you said is not accurate yeah and i i'm gonna paraphrase here so factually the words i'm saying are not what was tweeted i'm gonna preface this ahead of time don't quote me don't say i said this don't is what randy pitchford quoting. said <laughs> um i just am too lazy to pull up the tweets and they're up so I'd r- yeah i'd rather hear your version of it anyway. feel free to take a look so randy starts tweeting at gearbox randy like, randy 
Like I can't be- like literally like I can't believe you guys did this to me at, at, at Game Informer. At Game Informer, okay. Like and claiming he was somehow misrepresented, <laughs> or right? like he's been, yeah he's being like and like he's a, a victim of this. Poor guy. Uh, the game does have microtransactions. They're all cosmetics. Yeah. So I think what he was saying was there won't be like loot boxes. There won't be pay to play or loot boxes. Yeah, but lo- loot boxes aren't the only microtransaction, no. Randy. Like. That's not how that, that word means. Anything you can buy in a game is a microtransaction. Yeah, like horse armor, right? Sure. And that or was like cosmetic. legitimately cool stuff, too. Yeah. We've all learned to accept microtransactions in games. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. Um, but you used the wrong words. And yeah. you used them in a way that implied that you knew what you were talking. Like, you Which know, you'd think he would. <laughs> and he does, right? He knows what he's saying. Yeah. Maybe he misspoke. That's a very generous, I think, yeah. uh, version of it. But even if he did... Coming at people like, I can't believe you, you're treating... I can't believe you said a fact. So, <laughs> this story continues. Oh, okay? So, he gets real heated, right? And I'm just going to add this on. I'm not even into the specifics of this. So, there's a, a former employee at Gearbox who played Claptrap. Oh, okay. He's the the voice, voice actor. So, a lot of, like... This is also slimy, right? A lot of uh, voice actors for the Borderlands game have just been Gearbox employees. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Right? And so they're not getting paid scale. They're non-union. Yeah. Which people were not happy about. Um, and while he was losing his mind, the voice actor of Claptrap kind of made some statements about, you know. And the voice actor was an employee? He was. He previously. Gotcha. Okay. Just right? trying to keep it all straight. This this crazy soap opera. And so he kind of. And even when the whole lawsuit thing was coming down, he kind of made some snarky comments of, about Randy Pitchford. You know, not saying that he was guilty, but not saying that he kind of implying that he was yeah and um and so he kind of made a statement like you know people got mad about him not being claptrap this time which also came out of that event and you know he basically said like he wanted to be claptrap uh again even though he didn't work there but uh you know they didn't really want to pay him the appropriate amount of money for that work right and yeah that's a lot of work keep in mind that's yeah it's not, a lot of work that's not like a one-off line like an oblivion that's it's a huge character. And he also claimed that he had been assaulted by Randy Pitchford in the past. <laughs> I mean, in the lobby times? of a in the, no, in the lobby of a Marriott or something in twenty seventeen. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't laugh about assault, but yeah, it wasn't the story is insanity. It's crazy. And um, you know, Randy Pitchford obviously is like, You're crazy too. Everybody's crazy. Everybody's crazy but me. Um, <laughs> Especially Game Informer. <laughs> but the thing I found the f- the funniest part, because I don't think being assaulted or underpaid is funny. <laughs> right, agreed. The funniest part it's like one of the complaints leveraged at Randy Pitchford and how they treat their employees at Gearbox is that because he's a magician, he <laughs> refers to employees as muggles. No. Yeah. Could you imagine how that would be so annoying the first time, the 50th, 60th, 70th time? It would. You, it's incredible he hasn't been assaulted himself. Yeah, it's incredible. He probably has. Listen here, muggles. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know how much money I made? Yeah. I'm going to make your 401ks disappear. Yeah. He and that then he did magically. <laughs> wow, so, what a character! I know he I, sounds like an asshole. He does now again. We should say a lot of this is alleged. alleged. Very, it's all so alleged. that's why I said he sounds like an asshole, not like he is. He is an asshole. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> I mean, I think that part is not alleged. I read those tweets; those were real. He is, in fact, an asshole. <laughs> Randy Pitcher, stop! If you're one of the seven people that download <laughs> this podcast. You are an asshole. Like, dude, you better watch out. You should accept that and stop and just, being an asshole. Or just go with it. Or just and go. And don't pretend like, you're a victim. Yeah. It's fine if you want to just go with it. But my suggestion is when you learn you're an asshole, you should at least be kind of proactive and be like, maybe I shouldn't be an asshole. Have you tried not being a dick? Yeah. Have a moment there. I've, I mean, I've been known to be kind of an asshole sometimes. I'll say. And I try to at least be aware of my assholeness yeah. and not be such an asshole all the time. Uh, I do yeah, think and also, you're not the CEO of a giant AAA video game company yet. I'm the CEO yes, of know. a giant mega mega conglomerate entertainment corporation. True, but okay. not a, that's a little different, is what I'm saying. It's a little different. If you ever assault me in the lobby of a Marriott, I'll know we've really we're really on the right track. <laughs> yeah, we're finally, <laughs> finally. Please, please assault me in a hotel. If you stop being a fucking muggle, maybe, I will. <laughs> maybe we can get some work done. <laughs> maybe we get some work done. Um. So I, I just wanted to. No, that's fascinating. I man. wanted to touch on it because I found that so fascinating. That is fascinating. He's a he's a character. There, I was thinking about how the whole industry is filled with some characters. Well, you know, it's an old industry. It's and, not. 
Well, no. <laughs> it's like one of the newest industries. Well, it's kind of old now. It's getting, yeah. I mean, it's been around decades. It's been around decades. And, you know, a lot of these companies have existed since the yeah. 70s, some of them, the 80s, yeah. right? Yeah. And a lot of the people still in these positions were 20-year-olds in yeah. the 80s and Especially 90s. Especially the ones at the top now. 40 and 50-year-olds now. And they've never had to, they've never, they don't know how to run a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh in a traditional sense. In a least. traditional sense. And I think that can be that can go in the good direction too. Like oh. you always hear about like, you know, the guys who made dead cells and that that's a very odd kind of strange business model, but it seems to be working great for them personally. Yeah. I thought say it worked for everyone. But like that's a great example of we don't know how to run a business, let's do some crazy shit and it worked out. Yeah, and I, I honestly I think those those experiments are the interesting part, yeah, right? Like absolutely. I think those are what's fun about it. I think the part that's scary about it is a lot of these are people that, you know, come from an era where being abusive and mistreating people was very much a norm and very much uh, acceptable and almost like yeah it was almost a, a right they feel yeah um, yeah and um and then you pair that with almost infinite money and they've and never can grown be, out of yeah, it you that know what could i mean be dangerous yeah they've never grown out of it i think that is dangerous and i think we're seeing a lot of that come to the surface right now. that's how you end up with like dick slapping ball tappers running <laughs> riot right yeah yeah, that's how you end up with Dick Slapping Ball Tappers running riot. That story is, I mean, I don't want to get back into it because we talked about it so much last yeah, week. Yeah, we talked a lot about it. If you, if you do want to hear our sort of breakdown, I think, you know, the walkout happened not a whole lot as far as I know, unless you have some insight. The walkout did happen. I don't think that Tiger's going to change its stripes. Yeah, probably not. You know, like, I will say even from talking to people uh, that are former and past rioters, um, it seems very divisive yeah. there. You know what I mean? It's like a microcosm of America. It is like a microcosm of American. I think that there's a lot of uh, rhetoric being thrown around at Riot right now. Yeah. Both of um, both that their bosses are the worst and that the or that the employees are the worst or yeah. that uh, there's a bunch of SJWs right. or, or that there's or entitled millennials. Yeah, a bunch of entitled millennials. There are a lot of those in the world. I'll tell you that. Sure. But <laughs> or um or you know or that this company simp like there's how do I want to say this um that they have to change yeah right and I don't know if they have to I think they probably should right yeah, I think it would be in their best interest to do I think so. it would be in their best interest but to right as well no, they don't have to but you know but uh, I think there's a there's an idea that like this is what I want this company to be so it has to be this and that's sadly not the reality and I think. Some yeah. people are going to learn that soon, um, and I hope that it's. Uh, I hope it all works out for the best. For yeah, I mean, involved. I think we should we should check back in with the story after you know there's been some more developments. Even if it we don't hear anything else, that'd be interesting to talk about later too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, even if well, whatever happened with that, I'm sure it's it, yeah. Yeah, I think putting a pin in it. Yeah, and even if nothing happens, I think that's what's interesting. I do think what we will see, and I think what came out of the walkout was. And what I really appreciate about what they're doing is they've set hard dates and they've set hard um, wants yeah. for the results they expect. Yeah, and then that are relatively attainable. That I mean, are, they're not completely absurd. Yeah, that are relatively attainable. And I think by doing that, you know, I I honestly get bothered when you have these kind of uh, aimless yeah. kind of moments of, of protest or yeah. like these kind of... You know, like, oh, we just want happiness or we want yeah. equal equality and fairness. It's like you need to create uh, uh, a path to that that is that has goals and milestones yeah. that you want. And I think by doing that, they've uh, they've at least created a, a manageable expectation. Yeah. Right. No, I think so. I think that is the good side of this. And it'll be curious to see what I really want to know is what does Randy Pitchford think about all this? I would love Let's get him on the show. I would love to have a beer with Randy Pitchford. If he was just in our third chair here. Shitty takes <laughs> of what is going on He's around like, Well, here. let me tell you, as a CEO. Yeah, the, I, the worst takes I, I bet he has <laughs> about what's going on there. It's like, that's what happens when you hire a bunch of muggles. <laughs> right? They don't know how the magic works. Yeah. We don't know that this is what he sounds like, but yeah. that's what we're imagining. The best they got some fucking mudbloods. <laughs> like that Weasley family. It's like, dude, we're not talking about Harry. Why do you always make it about Harry Potter, Ron? I'd sort all those assholes into Hufflepuffs if it was me. Yeah, fire them all. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, no microtransactions. 
<laughs> but I do think it's, I think the riot, that whole situation, I think the people that acted out it are, you know, for better or worse, doing what they think is right and being informed and trying to have positive change in that. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. Absolutely. I don't see how it could make anything worse in yeah, terms I don't, of like the industry. It could make their lives worse or, you know, certain yeah. people's circumstances worse. But I think as a whole, the fact we're having this conversation is not a bad thing. Yeah, there's definitely a personal danger to yeah, it. which I, is why yeah. it's why which it is, is admirable. Which is sure. why it's admirable. And I think regardless if you agree about, you know, how what your feelings are on arbitration or if the company should be forced to kind of make their, you know, dirty laundry public, which this is really all about. Yeah. Um, Regardless of how you feel about those things, yeah, I think so brave. It's, you have to admit that it takes courage to do those things, yep. and uh, and the only way that you know we get to be better or have better um, better businesses and better yep. employees is to be educated and to to, to demand what you expect. Yeah, right? and for everyone uh, everyone out there, uh, best of luck. Yeah, hope it all works out for you guys. So that was our intro. We haven't even gotten into the episode yet. I mean, this I think this counts as the episode. Nope, doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> All right, delete it. As the as CEO. <laughs> oh, he's making executive decisions. Yeah. As the CEO, I'll tell you this doesn't count. It only counts once I say, Leo, what have you been playing this week? Oh, okay. So, I, I know we discussed last week, maybe was, I think it was last week, how I wanted to try Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, yeah, we discussed it. Oh, I've tried it. Oh, have you? And let me tell you, friend, I've gotten pretty hooked. What race are you? I forget. <laughs> Are yeah, you a human. I will. No, I'm, I'm. I think they're like cat people. Oh yeah, Khajiit no steel. Maybe. So this actually kind of gets <laughs> to the point of, I really like the game a lot, and I can we can talk a little bit about why. But I will say this: do not care for the lore. The lore is very <laughs> to well, the point where it's like a. It's not even that the writing's bad. Like when I do slow down and actually read it, it's not like poorly translated or anything. Like, and and to, with all due respect, it's a huge world. And I'm not trying to say they did a poor job creating this, you know, interesting world. But I will say just the sheer amount of text and names and characters and people that show up, I just I stopped trying to keep it straight almost within like an hour. Yeah, there's no one. Later in the story, you see some people you sort of recognize. Yeah, like there's a dude with the white hair who keeps showing up. Yeah. That's it, though. And even from like the world of Final Fantasy, there's a couple of... Yeah, of course. Like, and that's all fun. Touches, right? Yeah. Um, and there's one, like I think the final storyline, you really talk to somebody that's kind of a, fi- yeah. a person you'll recognize from Final Fantasies. Yeah. You probably already know who that is because there's only one person that's in all the Final Fantasies. I don't know, but I'm sure I could probably figure it out. I, I, if I'd give you three guesses, you'd probably get is it. Is it a three-letter name? Yeah, it's a three-letter name. <laughs> okay. But, I think I uh, figured it out. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. But but uh, other than that, other than like the, the lore overload, which part of that maybe is just how MMOs are. I should also say I'm not that familiar with MMOs. It's kind of my first real big experience with them. I played a lot of ESO, but I think that's kind of a sort of half MMO sort of outlier. It's almost more like a – it's kind of more, got more of like a Destiny feeling to yeah. it. You know what it's I mean? Cool. It's cool. I like it for what it is, but this feels very much traditional. Yeah, it's it definitely. Almost to a fault. But yeah. as someone who hasn't like got my beak wet with a million RPGs or MMOs the way some people have, it's really fun. The mm-hmm. loop's fun. The combat's not – great but it's weirdly satisfying yeah i don't even know why it's, it's all about, strangely like, good it's like all about timing button presses really is all it is but for some reason it works yeah the like the aoe getting out of there is simple but it's fun and again i'm only level i think 22 23 so i'm not like at the end game by any means and i'm doing exactly what you said and this is great advice for anyone who wants to embark on this journey with me just doing just doing story like bopping around from story mission to story mission occasionally if i want to i'll like run around just to see what's out there but really, I'm just trying to get to the end game, and then I figure I can start exploring after that. Yeah, and you'll hit a lot of spots where they're like, oh, you know, this is how you, like, in the main story quest, they'll kind of weave in, like, oh, this is how you add material to your armor, and you're like, oh, yeah. I, I can't even do this yet. So, you know, like, yeah. so just stick to the main story. Yeah. Like, like, don't go can, back yeah. and try and level other classes to do other things. No, nah, that's kind of my figure. I can do all that after. Yeah. The few things I really like, I just unlock glamours and die, which mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. So that's been fun. I made my character all dialed in. She looks dope as hell. Um, I finally got the airship so I can fly all around. It's like a little more open now. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you're all in that desert town. Yeah. I do really like, and we talked a little bit about this already, the way it looks. Not because it's new. It's not new. It's not the cutting edge anymore. It looks fine. But there's something about that MMO look. It's strangely... It's strangely compelling. It's like flat and almost like featureless, but for some reason it looks like 
very satisfying visually. That game specifically is strangely appealing. And I don't know. I, I don't really know can't put my finger on it. I don't know why either. I like it so much. I don't <laughs> understand yeah. what draws me to the visuals of that game. Yeah, like, same Because it feels so dated. But it does in some ways. I like the layout of the world. I think a big thing for me, and I think the flatness helps the characters feel less dated than they probably should, right? If they're going for a more realistic look, a more yeah, they're a little they're, look. they're pretty on the cartoony side, right? But the cartoony Not like to the wow level, yeah, but. the flat cartooniness helps them stay not good looking but yeah. relevant. But the way they um, build the environments, yeah. I really like. There's like a there's a lot of Z movement, right? There's yeah. a lot of like and like a sense of scale. Caves going down. There's a lot yeah, of scale. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot, there's of, there's a lot of up in the and distance, down. You know, and like uh, verticality. Like what's that Camp Dry Bones or the one that's down in the? I don't know if I've even been. There. You've been there. I know you have, but <laughs> it's like there's a graveyard on top, and there's like. See, here's the thing. I've been so focused on the story that I probably like I've barely seen anything because yeah. I've just been zipping around. Yeah, but. It's it's cool. I think there's a good sense of scale. There's yeah. an interesting look to everything. Everything's very shiny. Yeah, everything's very shiny. Which is kind of cool. It's very Japanese, but in a sort of... I don't know. It's it's like you just said. It's really kind of hard to put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy looking at it. And the music's incredible. The music's great. Now, I'm sure it'll get old after... Yeah, know, I turned it off. Yeah, eventually anything gets old. But the music's awesome. Um, I still don't understand the loot system at all. I don't get it at all. When you're when you're in instances mm-hmm. and it drops and there's like three options, there's like greed and oh, you I don't get it. Need greed pass. Yeah, what the hell? That's that a mean? traditional MMO thing. Yeah, so this is why it's been. This is kind of one that I wanted to pick your brain about. And we don't have to talk to it for too long, just in case other people don't so care about MMOs. So basically, there's two tiers. So you're gonna roll on gear, okay. right? I know you don't see the roll, right? In old games, you would actually see a number you'd roll. Like if a gear dropped, you'd roll, and whoever got the highest would get the uh, gear, okay. right? Um, so what what kind of evolved out of that is there's a need roll, a greed roll, and passes no roll, right? So if anyone rolls need, then that person gets the gear. So is that like if this is like a three sided dice? No. Or each one's individual. They're individuals. Okay. Right? So if one person rolls need and the other four roll greed, the need gets the gear no matter what. If two people roll need and everyone else rolls greed, those two will roll off for the gear. If everyone rolls greed, then the greeds will roll off for the gear. Okay. Right? It's It's supposed to be so that... tiered. Tiered, right? It's supposed to be that this gear is for my class... I don't have gear that's as good as this gear. I'm going to need roll for it because I need this. But you item. do get to choose between need and greed. Yeah. Oh, I get it. So it's really up to you. Like, so if it's you're up like, to you. I'd like to have this, but it's not like I haven't been looking for it. Yeah. I mean, if you want to need roll everything, you, you could, can. But yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? Okay, like, interesting. No one's gonna like lose their shit that you need roll. And would on they everything. even know? Um, they'd see you get every drop and be like, "This guy took everything." Uh, okay. But in general, they don't care because. If they cared, they just rolled need against you, right? No, that makes sense. Um, that thank you for explaining that. That makes yeah. perfect sense. So greed is like, oh, it might be cool to have this for glamours or something. I don't, I don't really, really care. care. Yeah, right. Okay, and cool. passes. Well, that's, that's perfect. Passes, passes like, like I, I have this. this shit, or I just don't want any more stuff in my bag. So but, what happens you know. if you if it drops like the thing you've been waiting for? You got to roll need. But then if you lose it, that sucks. I guess you, you, you in theory you could message the person and be like, dude, I've been trying to get this for hundred years. Here's a million my, gold or something. My suggestion and. This isn't going to happen that early in the game. No, yeah, I'm very early. But if you were realistically farming a dungeon at Endgame, and I've played Final Fantasy that much, I don't know what dungeon farming Endgame of Final Fantasy looks like, but I would enter a dungeon and tell the party and like immediately, like, hey, I'm running it for this. Uh, you can have everything else. Yeah, I don't need anything else. Maybe someone's going to be like, hey, I'm looking for that too. And at that point, you can be like, okay, we'll roll if it drops. Yeah, fair enough. Or you can say like, I'm going to find another group. Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Right? Because um, that happens a lot in WoW, right? Where yeah. uh, you'd run a dungeon and be like, hey, like, I'm really I'm looking for this. Because honestly, if it's like a crazy item, everyone's looking for it. Yeah, right? of course. Like, But if you're specifically, it's not, it's just something specifically to your class that you're like, this is the one I'm looking for, mm-hmm. then it's okay. And, you know, in a lot of games like WoW, it'll actually, um, it, it, It'll base it on your class, right? So if it's class specific, other people can't even beat you on it. Okay, that makes right? sense. So you can't have people just need rolling stuff that they aren't ever going to use. Why don't they just 
generate individual loot for each person. I don't understand. That seems so much better. Like you just see what is there that only you can get it. Because it would, it would devalue the loot too much. I mean, I understand what you're saying. There's got to be a way they could adjust for that. Though. Well, there's an economy to that game, though. That's that's the thing. Oh, yeah. when See, you get this, into, is why, this is why I don't play MMOs. All you, that is like not what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, when you get into games that have markets, yeah, it's too exploitable to no, do that. No, that's fair. Right? That makes sense. Like, I mean, I used to multi-bot like WoW. Really? Yeah. So I'd have literally five characters running on basically like a KVM where they're all controlled by one keyboard. Wow. Yeah. So you that can basically so like... crazy. Yeah. So you can stack drops or level multiple characters at once or do they is, is there a way they can ban you for that um they could i mean you're not supposed to but if you buy all the accounts they're not gonna so is it like a remote desktop kind of thing uh no you just run you run well you can do multiple pcs with the same uh hardware controlling all those pcs oh, okay. um, yeah i guess i've never thought about that yeah um you know usually people do it for like two right because like you know if it's two like some people do like five because they're like power leveling five characters or whatever. But if it's two, I mean, you can really set that up so it's like two mages. And so you just shoot double fireballs. Yeah. Right? And you're just clearing stuff super fast. Or mm. like, you know, like, like there's a lot of ways to use multi-boxing. Hmm. And if five items dropped every time, then you could just multi-box dungeons and just like. Yeah, and you're all of a sudden getting rich as hell. Yeah, you're getting everything super fast. That makes sense. Um, but I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, real quick, how how many hours did you play? Do you know roughly? Do you have a sense? I have no idea. So does that mean like forty or like ten thousand or like? I haven't played that much Final Fantasy fourteen. So but what does that mean? Maybe like forty or fifty hours. Oh, okay. So not like a, a lot. Totally normal amount of time. Like a totally normal amount of time. Not that there's anything wrong playing more. I just was curious. I'm almost fifty, which is like the beginning oh, okay. of the main story quest okay. or the end of the main story quest. I hear the quests get much better. In Heaven's Word. In Heaven's, Heaven's Word. I thought it was Heaven's Sword. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... For the longest time. <laughs> like, they just gave it away for free. Yeah. And that was the first time I realized it's Heaven's Ward. <laughs> like... Heaven's Word. Like, I was... He cast his eyes Heaven's Word. N- no. Well, I guess you could I say. think that's what it is. I Because it it's like, not two words. I thought it was like Ward. Because like no, that ward. would have to have a... a oh, it feels like a Ward of That would heaven. have to have an apostrophe. Like a, the and child just, of heaven, but it's just one word. Like he was under the protection of no, heaven. No, I get what you're saying, but it's not you grammatically know, like, accurate. Like <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll, I'll keep you posted about it, everyone, and we don't have to talk about it as much next time. But yeah, it's cool. It seems like a very traditional MMO. It looks cool. Music That's what great. I like about it. I don't know how much I'll play. I have a month to play it for free. I might give it another month. Maybe not. We'll see. But give yeah, it's fun. Give it another month. Huh? Give it another month. Yeah, I probably will. I was like a little. Give it another one. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I get if I get burned out then. I just don't have. I mean, I just don't have anything else to really play right now. Like, I'll, I will say this. I guess you want to ask me what I, I was play? about to say before you get into it. What I'd really like to know and what the people want to know. Tony, what have you been up to? What have you been playing? I'm so glad you asked. Of course, I haven't had much time to play games this week. Oh, really? You've been busy. Yeah, I've been really busy. What you've been doing? Um, building your empire. Building my empire. Working. Social media. I've actually been reading a lot. What a nerd. Yeah, comics nerd. <laughs> not even like American comics and not even Japanese comics. I've been reading this Korean comic. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. know you read Korean. It's in English. Yeah. It's called Tower of God. It's really good. Hmm. It's really good. Well, if this was a comics podcast, I'd ask you what it's about. But since it's not, I'm not going to. It's about this boy <laughs> named Bam. And he was born alone. Well, we don't even know his backstory, really. But he he met this girl, the only person he ever saw, and she was like his only friend. But she dreamed of going to the tower to find her dreams. The tower is this mythical place, and if you make it to the top, all of your dreams will come true. Hmm. And her dream was to see the stars because she'd never seen the sky. That's pretty. Yeah. And so she left him, and he was very sad, and he went into the tower himself. And if you're non-chosen and you enter the tower... You're considered an irregular to the tower. People don't open the door and walk in. People are drawn in based on their desires, right? And so he was an irregular of the tower. And irregulars are crazy, super-powered people. But he wasn't. He was just a normal guy. And it's his story of... Actually sounds really cool. It's really good. It also sounds like a video game. Yeah, it's super... (laughs) Like the arc. The characters are great. Yeah. I will say this. like Especially like Korean comics. like, Like they're called manwas. They're usually 
okay. Like I've read a few of them. I've read a lot more Japanese and American comics, but they're usually the characters aren't usually written that well, in my opinion. Um, they're usually more about like like martial arts and stuff. Yeah. And this one, I mean, I just really like the character writing. It's so good. Hmm. They're so sympathetic, and the main character, like, he's so like, uh, just even from the get go, like the whole thing is that like he's not powerful and he's not. He ends up being powerful, like of course he's the main character but uh people are just so drawn to his like um his drive and his like genuineness you mm-hmm. know what i mean because they're all like kind of stepping over each other to kind of achieve this thing and he is so yeah. singularly driven in um in finding his friend and you know doing what needs to be done and it's Interesting. it's very good it's really good um but aside from that uh, i played a lot of division two Okay, Over yeah. the weekend. So did I. I'm still trying to get to World Tier 3. I'm kind of done right now. I'm actually starting to feel that way, too. Like, I'm still enjoying it. I want to get to the, to the title basin. But it's hard now, but I'm just... It's starting to feel a little repetitive. Even title basin's a little more of the same. Yeah. So, um, I'm hoping the raid is more interesting. I'll be honest. Last weekend, I ended up farming one mission. Which mission? Jefferson Center. Okay. All weekend. And that was not a good idea because it made me not want to play the yeah, game. I was about to say, if there's one way to kill a game for yourself, yeah. play the same mission over and over for an entire weekend. Well, like, so the point I'm at where it's like, you know, I got a bunch, I got too much gear. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll just look for, like, a lot of these builds depend on, like, legendaries. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this legendary explosive sniper rifle. I'm like, oh, I want that. That, that sound, sounds that dope, sounds right? Dope so you can do, like, a, a demolitionist build, all explosive damage. The sniper rifle like implants explosives. Yeah, it sounds badass. Sounds badass. But the sniper rifle is a random drop from a specific kind of enemy. It's the enemy that's in Jefferson Center. That's the fastest mission with those enemies. Oh, I so see. So it's like that's the best place to get the drop. And I must have ran the thing like 50 times. Yeah, that sucks. No drop. But uh, I did get a, I got a legendary shotgun. For some Great. reason, randomly, on like the on a different mission, running at once. That's why I know. Um, but so that was just kind of like I I don't really feel like doing this with this. Like I'm just gonna wait for the raid. Uh, when is that? Who knows? Really? Okay. It's not supposed to be far out. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that up to date on kind of the drops for uh, division. Because um, I know title basin was a few weeks ago, so I assume it's coming next few weeks yeah but i really don't know um but you know i'll probably touch back in when the raid drops if the raid seems cool if people are yeah. enjoying the raid i'll probably come back in and do that but yeah i mean that's what i do like about these games as a service it does feel very like i'm done with this but in three months i'll probably pop back in and see how and, and it'll be fun i'll be like oh yeah i forgot i like this game my character looks hilarious or cool totally forgot like i, I like that concept of it's always kind of back there it's funny that's what makes them so different from mmos yeah right like mmos are far more i I think people expected uh, games as a service to be like MMOs, and I think that's where a lot of the disappointment came from. Like Destiny was, I really loved Destiny, but I was disappointed it wasn't like an MMO because the content was slim to, you know, yeah. for what you were doing. Um, it was impossible to just like people do it, but like hanging out in Destiny wasn't really rewarding. Yeah, where in MMOs like. MMOs are games you want to like log in every night, say hi to your guildmates and your friends, see what's going down, and yeah, it's more like an actual social space. A social space and kind of earn some new stuff while you're there, right? Where these uh, games of service are far more like, no, you're done, yeah, you're yeah. done with it. We'll give you something to do next week or yeah. a couple weeks or you know like yeah, no, for uh, sure. And uh, and both of those are kind of attractive in different ways. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with either. But you're right. I think that is an important differentiation. Yeah, and I think, you know, like, I think once you understand that and once you realize uh, that's what's going on, it's a lot easier to kind of understand what they're doing with games like The Division. I mean, it's still a lot of content, or it will be. It will be, I hope, you know. So I think it's like, yeah, it's not like it's skimping out. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing that, and but, you know, this this week specifically, I've had a lot of time to play games. I tried a, um, God, what was it called? There was a game in open beta, and it's like a portal-based team shooter. Oh, interesting. Like, it's kind of like a team deathmatch kind of portal-style game where you shoot portals and you have a gun. 
and you can use the portal to like peek corners and like oh, that sounds interesting. jump out of places. Uh, it's an interesting idea. The gunplay is really bad. Yeah, it's called like something shot. I can't. I don't know why I can't. It honestly had that much of an impact on me. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Something shots with guns that aren't good. But uh, but yeah, other than that, I haven't really been playing too much. Yeah. Um, but what I did want to get into was... I got some notes here. Oh, hot off the press. Hot ding, off ding, the ding, press. Ding. Just a few short hours ago, oh. Sony had its latest state of play. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Good memory. And I just watched it. Yeah. Leah, did you watch it? I unfortunately did not. I was I know quite you busy. Didn't. I asked you earlier. Oh, I see. So this was all a big setup. It was a ruse. It was a. I see. <laughs> well, aren't aren't I the fool? So I'm going to go through what they talked about yeah. on the uh, state of play. Do you want to go through all of it, or do you want my thoughts on each one individually? I'm going to touch each one. Okay. If you got something to get into, you can kind of have a chime in. Okay. Number one. <laughs> um, so the first thing you talked about was uh, Monster Hunter World. Okay. Uh, the expansion is uh, Iceborne. I okay. Guess. So it's like, I assume it's ice themed. It's ice themed. There will also be monsters coming into the old maps. And it's supposed to be, it says it's, it's a huge expansion. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, That's cool. But so, yeah, it's kind of a remix. So Monster Hunter tends to do these big expansions where they just keep adding tons of monsters and kind of higher tiers. So, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be cool. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. And that should drop in September. Awesome. Uh, the second thing they talked about was a um, kind of a voxel 8-bit dungeon crawler hmm. called Riverbond. Riverbond. That's an interesting name. And it looked fun enough. I mean, I, I it wasn't like, I wasn't like, wow. I think the hook was that it has a lot of characters from other games in it. Oh, that's So, like, the kid from Bastion's in it. Oh. Uh, Shovel Knight's in it. Oh, I love Shovel Knight. Uh, Juan from Guacamelee. Hmm. Uh, other people others <laughs> and others yeah there was a lot i don't remember them i wrote down bastion and shovel knight um the third game they announced which actually seems pretty cool is predator hunting grounds yeah so was there gameplay shown no it was just like a tease yeah which is cool so i guess it's asymmetrical kind of in the style of friday the 13th i would assume so i honestly kind of hope it's not but we'll I, see i could see that being very cool like uh, in a jungle one person gets to be the predator that sounds fun they're, those games are always cool, but they're never popular enough to survive. Well, okay, but that's not a good reason to not make them. We just need it's one that is. It's actually the best reason to not make them. <laughs> no, I mean, you could have said that about, you know, you could say about any genre about until what? there's a breakout version of it. I mean, I think they've had good games in this genre. Like Dead by Daylight? Uh, Dead by Daylight is one. That's um, got to be pretty popular. Um, what was the, the big one that died? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. You know no. exactly what game I'm talking about. And let's talk about Friday the 13th. No, with the four hunters and the monster. Um, there's like a trapper. God, why well, can't I remember that? Dead name. by Daylight. No, it's a shooter. It's it's almost like this Predator game would be. It's like in the uh, jungle. Interesting. Um, I know nothing of this. I cannot believe I can't remember the name of this game right now. Um, but Who made it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just keep seeing these style of games popping up. Yeah, and no, that's that's true. I just feel like the longevity is never there for them. I, I think it would be far more interesting to have uh, a version of that where the monster is like Killing Floor or something, where you know the monster is AI controlled and you kind of uh, co-op with the team against that monster. Yeah. Um, now I'm googling asymmetrical shooters, um, but it did look cool for a Look, teaser. I think the concept is interesting. I mean, it is a compelling concept. And someone likes Predator. Yeah. He's funny. And remember, did you ever play AVP back in the day? No. VP? AVP. Oh, yeah. I did play AVP. Yeah, that was good shit. The, the way the One like, radars worked in that game was terrifying. Yeah. Like, it was the, the best use of yeah. visual was, and audio for radars. That game was sick, man. It was so ahead of its time, both of them evolve was the game i was thinking oh yeah i never played evolve so that makes sense why i didn't know yeah but uh the movie is good alien vs predator the first predator no the first predator is alien vs predator is not good oh no the first predator is awesome avp is very bad yeah the first yeah yeah, predator is great though i thought you were saying that the it was better than the predator movies and i'm like you know whoa (laughs) it's not really a hot take predator Predator movies is one of my favorites big oof 
what else? What else was out there in Sony Sony Land? So I know everyone's super excited that the medieval medieval. If you want to read it the way it's not written, <laughs> the way people seem to do, uh, is coming out October twenty fifth. So did you play that in on the PS one? Yes. What did you think? I never played it. It was okay. I was an N sixty four guy. It played like an N sixty four game. That's what, what kind of always impression I got. Like I like the the you know theme yeah but, but it's just you know that 3d like with collecting weird bad poly- polygons weird polygons yeah there's just that do you I think mean, it needs a remake no do you i don't understand like i consider myself pretty plugged in a 32 64 bit era that's kind of like my specialty i don't remember anyone clamoring for a medieval remake i and fr- that's not to say you know it's gonna be bad or anything but I had friends that were really into it. Like, really? Not I guess really. I, I guess not really into it. Yeah, I didn't know anyone I, was really into it. I, I had guess. a friend that really it liked once. it. <laughs> yeah, but he played it once. But he was he thought it was super cool. So this guy, he he might he might play it again. Yeah, his name was Andy. He was a good guy. We kind of had a falling out as adults. We were roommates, and it didn't go so great. He was just always talking about medieval. Yeah, it was always. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I guess whatever. I like platformers. Um, what else? Oh, um, away! They announced it's a game where you're a flying squirrel. Interesting. Is it like realistic looking? Yes. Oh, so it's like actual flying squirrel. Yeah, and you're like battling with other animals and trying to survive. Like, oh, I think it's gonna have a uh, very like a global warming like kind of thing. That sounds cool. Yeah, it see it seems interesting. I don't know. Like it, it seemed like it was all in game and it looked nice. It didn't look like something I'd ever want to play, yeah. but maybe. People? Well, guess what? Not every game's made for you, Tony. None of these seem to be. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Monster Hunter either. expansion, it seems like the only thing that I'm like a definite get. Um, but it's Capcom. Capcom can't. Yeah, they are really. The moment they screw up is going to be sad because they've been on such a tear. Yeah, they're just nailing it. I mean, except for fighting games, they're nailing it. Yeah. They just can't seem to be a Street Fighter, right? Um, oh, and the last, well, and they announced... Uh, a new PS4 Days of Play PS4. It's Sounds boring. It's like Graphite, and it's a PS4. Oh, it's an actual PS4 console. Yeah, it's a f- physical console. Is it a pro? Yeah, it's a pro with a new controller. and <laughs> It looks a lot like a regular PS4, but just it's not black. It's like Graphite. It's like gray-black. <laughs> it's like gray-bluish-black. <laughs> huh. um, and then they showed the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is probably the thing we're actually going to talk about. Yeah. Because that actually has some teeth to it, it does. So I, I, I don't even know where to start. First, I should say Final Fantasy VII was a very important game to me growing up. However, I do not think it's aged well, and I have not played it in a long time. It's amazing how bad it looks when you look at it now. And yeah, for sure. But not just that. It's like it's just not. It's not the game I remember. Did you um, play fifteen? No. Okay. I'm playing a lot of fourteen though. I <laughs> um. So anyway, I, I I was like, okay, I guess he could remake it. I don't really know why, but uh, you know, I know, understand it's very important to people. This remake, not interested. It looks like the exact opposite of this theme we keep coming back to, which is you got to keep the soul of it intact. And the soul, I think, of Final Fantasy VII to me was sort of it was very narrative focused. It was very simple, yeah, like, and and almost too simple, you could argue. But it was very straightforward, and uh, it was very like solemn and a very like isolation was a big theme there i felt like mm-hmm. and seeing cloud like realistic looking with his dumbass hair like talking in a voice and seeing all the numbers pop up when you're like i don't know it looked like a it almost looked like an mmo where is he tifa bro yeah did we see her in the trailer i don't i didn't oh. rec- i didn't recognize her that's what i'm holding out for three here <laughs> okay. we go oh boy what? What's <laughs> your problem? <laughs> I want to see Red 13 too. Everybody's cute. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, so Kate take, Sith. It, take it easy. <laughs> um, Yuffie. Yeah, she was in it. Yeah, I like she Yuffie. She's cool. Yeah. She's cool. Her what giant. about Vincent? I liked Vincent. With his pointy shoes? Yeah, I feel like people were hard on Vincent, but I always thought he was cool. Did he's you like play a, Dirge of Cerebrus? He's a vampire. No, I didn't play Dirge of Cerebrus. <laughs> so you didn't like him that much? No, we weren't like super tight, but he's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like uh, it looks like from everything I could tell from this, and again, it's just a trailer. I wish them all the best of luck. It looks like not what I, at all what I want from a Final Fantasy VII game. What do you think? Um, it looks like fifteen, and fifteen was bad. Yeah, it looks a lot like fifteen. I didn't play fifteen, so I. But I guess I don't want it to look like fifteen. Like, why would you want a Final Fantasy game to look like a different Final Fantasy game? Their whole thing is they're very they're all profoundly different. They should have let Capcom do it. <laughs> yeah, they should just let Capcom do everything. If they just put it in the Devil May Cry format 
and you were just you know well, it should cloud. be tur- it should be turn based why just make it so you're cloud instead of uh dante instead of yeah, just, nero yeah just swap out the skins yeah i mean there's and probably vincent, a mod for that already vincent instead of v perfect you don't right? even need to swap them out they're basically and the same sid thing. could be uh uh what's his face uh dante dante yeah so it could be dante yeah perfect okay right <laughs> sounds like we solved this problem yeah tifa could be the car lady uh she's cool yeah and then uh who would sephiroth be uh, Sephiroth would be uh, the big demon. Okay. The tree demon guy, whatever his name is. I forget all their names. Lord something. Yeah, Lord something. That's Lord demon guy. Sephiroth. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very concerned with that game. Square sucks right now. <laughs> well, also, they've been, um, the game's Sucking. been they've been working on that game for 400 years. Square has Since not... Since the PS3 tech demo. Square has not done anything good in such a long time. Final Fantasy XIV is pretty good. After they remade it, after launching it, after launching one of the most disastrous, apparently MMO launches, of and all even time. that was, I mean, when did the uh, Realm Reborn come out? Like six years ago. Yeah, you know, like they've made a Quiet Man since then, which apparently is just the worst. I never played it. They made Kingdom Hearts, which doesn't seem very good. <laughs> That's nice. That's made, a nice way to say it. They made Final Fantasy 15, which you did which not care for. I did not care for. Um. You know, I'm not sure what's going on at Square, but they have lost their fucking minds. <laughs> like they should hire Randy Pitchford. They should hire Randy Pitchford. <laughs> He'll clean things up, make a Harry Potter game. <laughs> I just can't think of a good thing they've done. Yeah, man, I know they publish a lot of stuff, so I can't think of a good thing they published. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I'm sure there's something. But you're right. As far as like, yeah, final like game. Where the hell? I mean, there was a bad Tomb Raider game that recently came out. You not, know, it was not. I just say it was good. Okay. The story was not good. They just published it. Yeah. Square publishes those, right? Yeah, they yeah. do. So there you go. At least they didn't make it. Good. No, they didn't they make didn't. it. But. And it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like It, it was It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I reviewed it, and I liked it. It was beautiful. I'm just worried because Square does not seem to have the well, chance. Well, also, didn't it get canceled and start over again like twice? Oh, yeah. That's not very It's been around side. forever. And and that's what happened to Final Fantasy 15. Remember, it was yeah. like Final Fantasy 13 Revenant Kingdom or something? No, it it was, it was 13, called, like, um, not X2. It was, yeah. What was it called? It had the stupidest name. It was another Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, it was like Cocoon of no. <laughs> God knows. Versus something? Final Fantasy 13 versus something? It was really dumb. It was a 13 game, though. Yeah. At that, you know, and it's, and it was bad. Like, it, I don't know. I played through all of 15 when it first launched. Yeah. I was very excited. Well, I wasn't that excited. <laughs> I, I knew it was, I had my skepticism. But it's funny because it actually starts out pretty good. It's got this cool Stand By Me remix that's, yeah. that's actually pretty good. Um, and uh, it's bad. Like, you get halfway in and it's like, you don't think you're halfway in because it's a Final Fantasy game. You're like, oh, I should be like a, a quarter of the way in. But then the game just like literally jumps on a train and is like, here's where you go. Here's where you go. Here's where you go. Here's where you go. This mission sucks. It's over. Wow. And, like, and then they added like more DLC than I've ever seen a game ever add. And there's a really like it makes me sad because there's a really cool character in it. I can't remember her name, but she's like this lady knight. Hmm. She's got this like cool helmet. She's one kind of a she's one of those bad guys that isn't super bad. Yeah, she's like mixed I like those. bad, right? Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, I think that's the interesting thing about this game is the way that it kind of portrays your and en- like your enemies are kind of also being kind of misled by this main villain who's clearly the villain from the very beginning and is manipulating everyone and you're like well that's the bad guy yeah but everyone seems to believe him right and that's annoying and you're just like okay this sucks but all these characters get introduced and it's just for a couple minutes and then they just vanish right and you're just like or something happens to them or you know and you're just yeah. like something happened like this this it doesn't is, feel right. It's not supposed to be like this is a good character. Like they're not supposed to just disappear. Yeah. But it's like, well, we got to keep moving. It's like it honestly, it feels like Game of Thrones feels right now. Huh. Interesting. Where it's just like, oh, we got to keep moving. No time to stop. You know. And it's it's lame. Did you did you ever hear the story about what happened with Xenogears? No. This is kind of relevant, but the I guess Xenogears? the very first Xenogears on the PS One. It's a very interesting oh, game. Oh, maybe I did hear. Okay, but go ahead. So from what I understand, and you know, I don't know how true this is, but it makes sense if you ever play it. I played it. Yeah, you know how the last <laughs> second, basically the second half or so, is just a cutscene. Yeah. With battles. Because they, they fucking ran out of money and yeah. time. So they literally had to do that. Where they were like, 
dude, we can't make any more levels. Like, there's already no, we have no more polygons left. Yeah. However that works. So they just were like, well, we got a lot more story to tell. So it's all cutscenes and battles for hours and hours and hours. So anyway. I kind of get it. That game got so long in the tooth. Yeah. And then, and then have you played any of his other stuff? No. It's just, he's crazy, man. Because, you know, Saga 1, 2, and 3. I remember buying that game because I'm like, sick. A square mech RPG. That's great music, too. But, like, you don't get a gear in that game for, like, 50 hours or so. No, like I could, that, It's like four hours. It's not four. It was way longer No, because I never even played that much, and you get a gear pretty early. And you get a gear as soon as you get into the forest. I'm trying to remember. So it's probably like five or six hours. I just remember there being a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I remember feeling like I, I've played this game forever. Which is not a good side. And don't have a gear. Or maybe you get a gear. I don't know. Maybe you get a gear and lose it. Maybe something. you get a gear and lose it. I just remember, like, not having, like... All the, I remember going into a battle very late, like long feeling into the game, and being like, "Oh, I got like all these like now I have like all these missiles and like you know yeah, what I yeah, mean like yeah. I'm a full on mech." And up until this point, I have not felt like like maybe you have a gear that just fights like a regular yeah fight. I don't I think rem- that's maybe what it is. I don't remember. I just remember being like, "Wow, like why is this happening now?" Yeah, like this would have been fun to do this whole time, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And but, then he did the three PS2 versions, and then he went. Totally off the rails with Xenosaga mm. on the Wii, and then the Wii U, and then the Switch recently. So I anyway, Zeno, it's an interesting. He's I an interesting Xenoblade guy. Chronicles Two, the newest. That's one? the one on the Switch. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's some anime bullshit for sure. It is some anime bullshit for sure. The one thing about that game that like, there's two things in that game I hate the most. <laughs> okay, one is cutscene. Like when you win a fight, but then you lose it in the cutscene. Oh, I hate that. Right? Like, you're, you're murdering this dude, and then, like, the cutscene starts, and it's like, enough! And the guy just, like, <laughs> <laughs> like just beats you right then, and you're like, yeah. dude, I've been I've been wrecking this dude. Like, how in yeah. the world is he just, like, enough, and you lose, or, you know, yeah. whatever. He, whatever. Like, I was doing great. Yeah, whatever anime shit he says. And then, um, fool, fool, yeah. And then it has these weird, like, um, like, skill checks built into it it's like you're like in a like a dungeon or what their version of like a dungeon and you get to like this thing and it's like all right you need seven points in flying and eight points in jumping to do this and you're like i don't have any points in that like <laughs> why did you tell me this yeah and it's like how are we supposed to do this and it's like i don't know be- dude figure it out better leave <laughs> you know? you're just like you're like this can't be real like how is this real <laughs> Or like you, you just stand there, like, and there's like a thing. And you're like, "Well, this must be to like get to a treasure chest." And it's like, "Nope, that's the <laughs> next thing in the game." And it's like, "Well, I don't have any blades that have these skills." And it's like, "Well, th- whose fault is that?" You better go get some. <laughs> you know, and you're like, "What is happening? Like, that's what funny. is going on? Like, it it's the craziest thing." Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I thought that game was actually pretty fun. Yeah. How uh, much did you play? I beat it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I beat it. Wow, interesting. That was how. Actually, that's the game that destroyed my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh, really? I, for some reason, I was house sitting for a friend. I was dog sitting, and so I was just like, "All right, I'm dog sitting. I'm not gonna have access to all my stuff. I'm not gonna have my computer to play PC games. I'm gonna buy the Xenoblade game. Yeah, and I'm just gonna play it. Right? I'm yeah. here for like a week. Yeah, that sounds so fun. I'm actually, just gonna, I'm just, just me, lose yourself in a game. Me and Xenogears, right? Let's do this. <laughs> and that became more true than I ever imagined. Because for some reason, the moment I got to my friend's house, my Wi-Fi just would not work on my Switch. Oh. I was like, what is going on? So I played through all the Xenogears. I finally got back home. My Wi-Fi wouldn't work at home. Hmm. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, it just wouldn't find. I'd pull it up, and it just wouldn't find any Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I contacted Nintendo, and I like, sent it in, and they had to replace the Wi-Fi chip. So Xenogears destroyed your Wi-Fi. Xenogears That's destroyed the story. Yeah. Do you still have it? Xenogears? Yeah. Maybe I could... Uh Give it's, it a whirl sometime. It might be download. It is download. Oh. Uh, you can borrow my Switch. No, that's fine. We can trade. That would be interesting. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway. That wouldn't buy. If you wanted to, like, yeah. borrow my Switch or swap Switches or whatever, I don't care. We could do that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about that. Yeah. Well, anyway. But that was it. State of play. That was the whole state of play. Yeah. So that doesn't. There's nothing there exciting. The only thing that was. Well, the Predator thing could be cool. No gameplay. Final Fantasy 7 looks whack. Yeah, I think it just goes to show, like, their PS5 is the next thing on their radar. I'm glad they didn't do E3. 
Because if this is the kind of stuff, right? If this is what they got going right now, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just make some videos. Good call. Like, you know what? Good call. Do a live stream like everyone else. Do a live stream. I mean, because honestly, like, it's not like Xbox is going to do anything exciting. I'll see. I'm going to their press event. I mean, they'll do something exciting, but it's not going to be anything that, that really moves the needle. I They're very like. good about, like, their last event. At last E3, I went in, and I, you know, I'm not an Xbox guy, but I still was, you know, open minded. I was excited to be there. It's fun. The energy's, you know, very high, and mm-hmm. and they put on a great show. Yeah. Uh, so I was watching it, and I was really into it. And I was enjoying. It. I was like, "This is so cool! Wow!" Cheering and really into it, and I was really impressed. And then when I left, I was like, "Wait a minute! Yeah, <laughs> all of that looks like shit. What the hell was happening to me? Yeah, like put it into words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, and you're just Gears like, of War five. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. like." So it was a very interesting experience to be like super enthused, like, man, Xbox is going to turn it around. I think 2019 is going to be their year. Well, Phil Spencer's great. He was great. That was part of it. He's just good. But then, yeah, it was funny. After I got out, I was like, wait, uh, <laughs> they, they they bamboozled me. Yeah, Phil Spencer's going to tell you how Gears of War pop is the next big thing. Yeah. And it's like, man, that was weird. Yeah. So, but, you know, like this, they bought these studios, so they're going to announce the new games for all these studios. Finally. But they're not coming out soon. Yeah. Right, like that, that. That's their problem. They're so far away from like actually putting titles down, and these studios aren't what they want. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, I'm trying. Who's I'm looking at? Like, who? What studios they acquired? And that did they get like Ninja Theory or someone? Mm, they got Obsidian. No. Oh. So that's. I mean, I think that's interesting. That could it, be big. But even that, like, like what is their their whole thing is they make sequels to other people's games. Yeah, um, <laughs> good ones, but buggy good ones. ones. Yeah, uh, why can't I find like a good list of their acquisitions last year? I keep finding articles about it, but it's like just an article. All right, here's a Kotaku article. It's not going to give me the list I'm looking for. Um, they bought the studio that made We Happy Few. That's a weird choice. And I'm trying to remember what they're called. Uh. God, this is impossible to find. <laughs> um, but I thought We Happy Few was terrible. Yeah, it you was know? not great. Um, I'm trying to find... Oh, Obsidian and In Exile was another studio they got. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they made the Wasteland game. Hmm. Brian and Fargo. Yeah. And so it's just like... Uh, it's like, what... I just don't know. Like these aren't like like heavy lineage studios. It's a very it's a very Xbox thing to do. It's very Xbox. You know what I mean? Like we're like I guess that makes sense, but why? That's how I always feel about Xbox. It's like we're gonna make the most middling games you've ever seen. (laughs) You know, and it's it's super (laughs) it's just super bad, and um and even with Sony, like you know, everyone's down on that. Like uh, what's that motorcycle? uh, Days Gone game. And like I get it. Like it's. Something I think I think some studios, some places gave it like a five, which I think is a bit much. Um, but I think they released the early version that was not very functional, which I think is a mistake. Yeah, it is a mistake. I think That's their always PR a mistake. Kind of, uh, it's like just wait. Drop the ball on that one to give codes out on that game when it definitely shouldn't have been in people's yeah. hands because they're going to judge based on what they got. Yeah, of course. Um, but, um, but you know, I still think that game, like, and I keep repeating, is better than any Microsoft game. Like Forza is maybe the only. Well, apparently, Sea of Thieves has gotten pretty good. I've heard actually it's gotten a lot better, but yeah. that's the thing too. Like it's too it's it's too late for a game that launches like that. Yeah, it's not like it's not like Sea of Thieves is going to have a huge uptick in sales all of a sudden. No, and it's like an the Xbox games thing. are free, so it's like how you, or they're a dollar a month or ten dollars, you know, yeah. whatever they Game Pass costs. Like what? That thing. There's no reason to buy an Xbox game now. Yeah, because you just also you could just play on your computer. Yeah, you just play on your computer. Subscribe for a month and be done with it yeah play every xbox game you are interested in all two of them mm-hmm. and then go back to <laughs> go back to days gone yeah go back to whatever you're playing it's just it's so weird uh i will say this they will say a lot of exciting things yeah. they'll talk about backwards compatibility they'll talk about uh game pass and probably i would assume they're gonna unleash some kind of xbox live game pass all in one bundle that's yeah you know uh, that's remarkably cheap because 
or even like including it with live like at fifteen dollars a month you know what i mean that'd be cool um i could see them doing something like that because they have to um the discless xbox doesn't make sense no like people seem to pretend like xbox is firing on cylinders and really killing it right now and i just don't understand like how anyone thinks that you know well, like i don't know anyone who thinks that even i hear like a, even people who love their xbox which is it's a, it's a good piece of hardware especially the one x it's nice but I don't, even they're not like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm gonna go home tonight and play my Xbox. I feel like there's a media narrative that Xbox is positioned to huh. own the next gen by saying the right things, and uh, or that PlayStation is somehow like dropping the ball, and I just I just don't see how that's even possible. Yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like I just it just doesn't make any sense because there's so many things for PS5 we're already excited about. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna play. Um, I keep now. I want to say Days Gone, Horizon. I'm gonna play Horizon. Yeah. I'm gonna play God of War. Uh, God of War. I'm gonna play. Uh, what's the, what's the baby one? Baby one. Yeah. The <laughs> where he plays a baby. My brain. It's been <laughs> such a long day. I don't know how I'm forgetting everything today. <laughs> the baby one. With the the with the Norman <laughs> Reedus. Oh. <laughs> uh, Why can't I think of the name of the, that game? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I kept thinking like Days Gone. It's Days oh, Gone. Boy. Just say Days Gone. Kadeo. Yeah, Kojima's game. Yeah. Um, With the baby and Norman Reedus. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is accurate. And yeah. the giant backpacks. And the giant backpacks. Like I'm gonna play that game even if it's bad. I have to play that game. Yeah. It's like it's it's such a big part of the zeitgeist. You have to play that game. No one feels that way about Gears of War Five. No, unfortunately. You know what it I mean? It could be super awesome, and everyone's gonna be like, okay. Yeah, it's fine. You know. Um, like I didn't even know there was a Gears of War Four. Yeah, no one liked it. That's why, you do it, right? There's a pop vinyl Gears of War game, so that's well, that's going to sell some Xboxes. Yeah, so you know, I, I I'm excited to see their show because they put on a good show. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe they will do something very exciting. I'll be honest. I'm excited to see Bethesda show. Yeah, I'm excited to see EA show. EA's not because going to have a show, or they're going to have their thing at their offsite though, aren't they? Yeah, EA Play. Yeah, they're, do some they're not doing anything. I don't, they're not even having a because normally we get to go to the pressing. They're not even doing. Not doing a presser there either. I figured they would. Be, oh, I guess the live. And stream. it was funny. They said in the email a little bit peek behind the curtain. They were like, "You can come. You can play video games that are already out. Like you can play Titanfall. You can play Battlefield Five. I'm like, dude, you can play. Anthem. I can play this in my fucking house. <laughs> you can play Anthem there. Yeah. If that game's still live, the server's still live. I don't even think they they probably aren't even gonna have Anthem there. I you, you know they pushed everything back for Anthem now. Yeah. Because uh, apparently their internet goes out. All they the time. broke it. They broke the game again. That sucks, man. Yeah, and then everyone's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah. And then they released that story saying that Anthem killed Dragon Age, like that they <laughs> stopped. It's like, how did this game that was so bad that it killed the next game? <laughs> yeah. No, but like, like they stopped Dragon Age development to make Anthem. That yeah, was like, like bringing their people. Story. In. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just. Well, I just want to hear what Bethesda has to say for themselves after seventy six. Yeah, like. I just want to hear what some of these real stinkers, like, are they even going to acknowledge it? You know, like, I feel like they have to. They will. But they'll I say c- something about some content roadmap and, you know, they'll have some, they'll be like, there's a lot of diehard fans. But I could see them, like, walking past it like, oh, and we know you guys love Fallout 76 and we have big things coming up. So anyway, here's Doom Eternal. Yeah, so, so yeah, here's Doom Eternal. Like, I could see them pretending like it's a success. Yeah. Right? To, like, to, I don't know, to, like, no one's going to know it's not. You know <laughs> what I mean? And, um, well, I wonder how did it sell? I'm sure it wasn't great, but I wonder. I mean, I'm sure initially it sold pretty good, right? But,. I mean, come on! Like you're not getting like Fallout Four numbers. No, and yeah, I definitely sold less than Fallout Four, and it's just it was just the whole thing, like the whole story of that game is just sad. such a sad, broken mess. It's just like <laughs> you have to do damage control, and something yeah. Like that, you know, I'll be curious to see how they do it. I am too. Um, all right, I said we didn't have a lot to go, but we still made it over an hour. So <laughs> good for us, good We're for heroes. Us. We did it again. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, we thank you guys all for listening. I'm going to cut it off there. Um, check us out on Twitter and Facebook, Tech Yeah Podcast. Check yep. us out on YouTube. You're going to have to Google it. 
or YouTube search it. That's owned by Google. Same thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and make sure to watch our after show on YouTube when yeah. you do search us. Uh, we're going to do it right now, and it's going to be super spicy. It's going to be a real humdinger, let a me tell you. A real humdinger, <laughs> if I say so myself. Um, once again, thank you guys for listening. We yeah. really appreciate it. Uh, tell a friend, and uh, we love you guys. Yeah, and drop us a line whenever you want. Oh, yeah, take out podcast at Gmail. That's our email as well. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks for don't drop yeah, me that's why I'm here. That's yeah. why you bring me around. That's why you make the big bucks. <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. Thanks, take guys. care. Bye.